Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to a Shock Top sponsored episode of So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen. Justin Winters, our favorite Shock Top drinker, is to my right. And guess what? What's up? We are super lucky because we have guests all the way from Australia joining us today. What? I know. It's very exciting and probably awkward for them because they're sitting like right next to us and we're like, hey, we have guests. Yay. And they're like, we can't talk yet because you haven't introduced us. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I know. Maybe, you got to build this stuff up. Yep. So maybe, maybe, maybe we should go like another whole, whole minute. They can just keep sitting and waiting. And So uh, this is a special one <laughs> that's been in the works for a while. Uh, we are members of the Podfix Network. Um, shout out to Chris Brayton, our, our, our Godfix. But uh, as a member of the Podfix Network, we have several different podcasts within that network mm-hmm. that are, are super awesome. You know, from all over the world. All of, not just America. Not just America. No. No. We're global. Global. So from Australia to tonight on the couch, from Shaken Not Nerd, Mm -hmm. we've got a couple guests. Yes, we do. We got my boy, Duty. Duty. What up, Duty? And and his new, I mean, you guys are still newlyweds. This is So I Married a Movie Geek times two on the couch. Do you consider... You consider yourself a movie geek, right, Duty? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we got Duty and Mon. What's up, guys? How you doing? Thanks for having us, buddy. <laughs> we just flew in this morning, and boy, my arms tired. And no, I didn't <laughs> flap my arms. I was doing weights. I don't know if you heard me, but I did over a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> he jokes, but they literally just the planes flew- landing thousand and one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys literally flew in this morning, and like, haven't? Did you guys take a nap today? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I think we fell asleep at about. 3.30, and we woke up and it was 7. I was like, crap. Oh, we need no. to leave. We need, we, need to grab, we, need to, we need to grab our stuff and go. But, but you guys, this is your this is your honeymoon. You're going to say this is your honeymoon, right? Yes. Congratulations. That is so exciting. Thank you. Thank you for spending your honeymoon with us. Yeah, what are you Pleasure. thinking? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel flattered. No, no other person <laughs> we'd, we'd spend our honeymoon with. It's 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 really surreal to have, have you here. Anytime I have someone from the Podfix Network... That I have already listened to their podcast for you know so long. You fanboy out, fanboy out. Yeah, you total fanboy well, out. Well, because I've been listening to Duty's like dulcet, like his. He's got a tone to his voice. You're just he does. Like, you fall in love with him. Just I'm like, sorry, my voice doesn't match my face. sight unseen. And then he gets here, and you're just like Dreamweaver <laughs> with his glasses, and his, he's got a Jurassic Park shirt on, and then and then Mon just like. Like you guys are are are, are beautiful. You Mom guys are newlyweds. Glowing. She's glowing. You guys are glowing. Literally, with, I'm sunburnt. With new, <laughs> are you already sunburnt? So one of the first things they said when they walked up is like, "I was like, how's things going?" They're like, "It's hot here," and yeah. I was like, "What?" Well, they're on opposite seasons. I know. I forget that. I forget that. So walk. It's like night ninety degrees here in almost October in Fahrenheit. In Celsius, it's like thirty something. Yeah. 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 Yes. But welcome, guys. See? Welcome. Welcome. So uh, we had to do something special. So now the Duty and Mons here. It is uh, the start of my favorite month on the podcast. 
Scary Movie Month, October. Justin lives for this month, you guys. Oh my God, guys, it's so here. It's finally here. Shocktober. 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 That's where we have our shock top. We watch shocking movies. Exactly. That's how we roll, guys. Are are you guys fans of uh, the, the horror genre? I am. Um, I pending. am to some degree. Depends on how scary it gets. Okay. Do you mean scary like, ah, or gory? Uh, uh, jump scares. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I and it, I, re- I, do, I really don't like handicap movies. Handicap oh. like possession films and yeah. stuff you aren't a fan of. Yeah, I understand that. feel nauseated when I watch those. I love scary movies. Oh, I know you do. Like... If we could turn our podcast into just a scary movie podcast, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be sad. That's like the dream of a few of my friends. So if you want to sub me out, like that's okay. I would never sub you out, Chrissy. Really? That's I so would nice. never sub you out. That's so nice. I, I like nothing but to watch uh, scary movies that you've never seen before. Most and, of the time, be in the room with you as you watch them for the first time. Sometimes you get really mad at me though because I either laugh at them or go "this sucks" or fall asleep. There we go. So now that we've 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 <laughs> we, we've rounded that out, uh, so we we watched two movies uh, for this week's show. Duty and Mon are here. Duty and I uh, kind of paired together to to figure out what we were going to watch. Yep, like a, over a month ago. And uh, so, Duty's favorite movie, according to him, is Hot Fuss. Best movie of all time. Correct? Yeah. Number one, top favorite movie. Of all time. This this is my number one of the pick. <laughs> so, he's like, that's my favorite movie. And so, I thought about watching that, but I knew that we were going to be in October. And our whole thing in October is only scary movies in October. <laughs> so, uh, that's why I chose the two movies. Uh, Duty loves Hot Fuzz. So, we did Shaun of the Dead. And an American werewolf in London. For the for double the, feature for the novices in the room, can you explain to me the correlation between Hot Fuzz and uh, so Hot movies? so uh, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead are part of the same trilogy of movies, the Cornetto trilogy, the Cornetto trilogy by Ooh. director Edgar Wright. Which uh, fun fact about Chrissy and I, we had been dating like a couple months, I think. I think we've been dating a couple months. I don't know where this and is going, famous, but okay. There's a famous theater here in LA called the New Beverly, mm-hmm. which is all, now now owned by Quentin Tarantino. It's uh, they play uh, older older films, cult classics, classics, cult classics. And at that time, uh, Edgar Wright was presenting a double feature that night. We'd only be dating a couple months. I took Chrissy, and we saw Raising Arizona. For the first time, uh, or she was for the first time, and I think it was doubled with Evil Dead Two. But I think Chrissy was sleeping. The answer fa- is sleeping. falling asleep. I've only seen the first one for the Evil Deads. Anyway, he was there. So Edgar Wright was there. Uh, two of his favorite movies: Raising Arizona and Evil Dead Two. And we watched the first one, uh, Raising Arizona, together for the uh, for the, for Chrissy's first time. And he spoke afterwards and talked about the movie. So uh, love the guy. He's awesome. So. Um, Duty Loves Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead's in that trilogy. Right. And then uh, American Werewolf in London not only is another movie that has uh, horror and comedy elements within it, it also was a a movie that Edgar Wright said was one of the movies he had in mind when he was writing Shaun of the Dead. Interesting. He's a fan. All right. So that's why we did those two movies. Got it. 
Should we just go ahead and get started with the first one? Please. So we're going to get started with the, with the newest one, uh, which is Shaun of the Dead. Do you ever think that modern life is not for you? Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful mom. Oh, have you ever felt that you're turning into... Something in the world. A zombie? Maybe you're not alone. Piss it. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your home. Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. So, what's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl Lizzie? Because I love her. All right, gay. Okay. Do something! Wait there. Um, hold it there. I'm Two thousand four uh, came out. To the, so this is the log line for anyone who's never seen this movie. And if you haven't seen this movie before, duty. Mon, obviously, you guys had seen this movie before. Yes. Yeah. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> Chrissy obviously hadn't. I had not. I didn't know anything about it. I knew that everyone loved it, but I, I was turned off by the title. I thought it was going to be stupid. So this is the log line for anyone who's never seen it. A man decides to turn his moribund life around by winning back his ex-girlfriend, reconciling his relationship with his mother. Reconciling. And, reconciling. That's okay. And dealing with an entire community that has returned from the dead to eat the living. There you go. Shaun of the Dead, 2004. Yes. Um, so, as the one on the couch that hadn't seen this movie up until just this week, Chrissy, mm-hmm. what did you think of Shaun of the Dead? We have a winner. It was good. Yeah. Yay. I was going to say, you've got real judging eyes. Like, you better. You better <laughs> I'm she scared. Was, <laughs> she, was trying to, she was trying to trick us and, and throw us off the scent. So. You no, know, yeah. No. Um, when you started it, right away, I, I knew that it was not anything that I had anticipated it being. I don't know what I thought. I don't know if I thought this was like some sort of, and I feel ignorant even saying this, but like Rob Zombie sort of thing. And I was like, what? I don't know what's going to happen. Hmm. So when it started, I was like, nope. This might this might be okay. Rob Zombie. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Why did you think this had anything to do with Rob Zombie? I don't know Halloween. the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the way my brain She's works. She's never seen a Rob Zombie movie. I don't think I have. If I showed her a Rob Zombie movie, you know what? I'll have to show you a Rob Zombie oh, movie no. someday. Please don't. What did I walk out. into? But that's just it. Like I thought that I don't know why some wires crossed in my brain, and I really genuinely thought that this is kind of where this was going. So I was very reluctant to watch it. But uh, the even the first scene in the bar, I didn't get at first. Like what what's going on? Why? Are th- but yet it was charming and lovely and funny. And then once <laughs> once the the zombies started. Coming, I want to say to life because that's a non sequitur. 
uh, coming back from the dead. Yeah. And the wheels really started turning for Sean and he came up with this cockamamie plan to save his ex-girlfriend, his mom, and uh, his best friend. I was totally on board. I didn't fall asleep once. Uh, I laughed throughout the entire thing, which usually, you know, I'm sitting there going like, oh, is it over yet? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. True. Naysayer. Mm -hmm. But uh, I thought it was genuinely charming and sweet and... Mm scary in a way that is never uh knock you on your ass frightening which is my brand of of scary to be honest with you i don't like to be knocked on my ass scared because then i i don't know it's like a human emotion where i'm like well i don't like feeling I'm that way this, yeah. yeah so so this was fine and and well and good and um oh gosh what was the name of the overweight best friend uh ed 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 thank you nick frost ed how interesting i went back and forth the entire movie Hating this guy, kind of liking him. Okay, I hate him again. All right, he's got some some redeeming qualities. Oh, no, I actually hate him. And then at the end, I was so sad. Well, up until the very end, and then I was happy. Yeah. But yeah. The, when he uh, had his demise, I almost cried, and I didn't want you to see me. So, <laughs> Whoa. so I'm like this, I'm like burying my head slightly into a pillow, watching with one eye just so I don't look like a total wuss in front of you. But now you know. That's intense. Sean Chrissy. of the Dead almost made me cry. <laughs> just, wow. so, just so Justin wouldn't see you, so he wouldn't bring it up on the podcast. So now you have. <laughs> Beat him to the punch. Good PR. <laughs> I mean, I am relieved. That's like a slam dunk in Chrissy Land. That, it is. that whole spiel there. Yeah. Just the fact that she watched a whole movie in one night <laughs> so without sad. falling asleep. Like, I instantly like tweeted. I'm like, oh my God, like angels. Like, do I see angels? What is this? This feeling of being able to watch one movie in one night. Like, can every, can this happen all We've the time? We've talked about this before, Justin. I know this sounds terrible and you don't like to hear it, but I can stay awake for a whole movie when I enjoy it. Every movie that I've enjoyed on this podcast, I've stayed awake for. Okay. Well, unluckily to me, I can't always predict which ones you might enjoy, Chrissy. We've so been together 13 maybe years. It's like you don't good, know me. Maybe. <laughs> Shut up. <dude. laughs> Let's go right? to Mon. Let's go Duty to Mon. Duty for the win. Mon, you'd already, uh, you, so you said you'd seen Shaun of the Dead before. Yes. Um, wh- what is your overall views on the film? I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm really, I, I, I don't, yeah. <laughs> Was this, is this, now you you guys have been to you, you just got married but you've been yeah. together for a while. Yeah. His favorite movie's Hot Fuzz. Yeah. It, do I assume that he also lo- loves this movie? Is this a movie that you guys have seen together before this time? We have seen it before, but it, I wouldn't say it's one that we would watch on the regular. Like we watch it every so often. Okay. Yeah, this like Hot Fuzz is the favorite, but like yeah. Shaun of the Dead is is like the me and Ian film, like there have been yeah. times where we've strolled out of the pub gang just to randoms on the street. <laughs> and when they don't respond, oh, he's best to say, and walk off. That's amazing. So for so for you, why? So there's a Cornetto trilogy, which is this movie, Hot mm-hmm. Fuzz and the World's End. Um, why, why do you love Hot Fuzz the most out of the three of them? I think it's just um, Hot Fuzz has got every base covered. Comedy, it's action, it's crime, it's drama, it's bromance. It's got everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got classic movie uh, references and then it's got homages to it. It's got brilliant acting and actors in it. Um, and it just builds on sort of the relationship that 
uh, Edgar Wright can portray into Shaun of the Dead that we saw with um, Shaun and Ed. And we get a similar aspect to uh, the uh, the characters in Hot Fuzz. So who, uh, b- between you and Ian, who's who's Simon Pegg and who's Nick Frost? Oh, I'm going to let I'm one answer. I'm leaving that to you. Nah. <laughs> Come nah. on, um, <laughs> It's your movie. I'm going to say Ian's Ed. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, there, there have been times like I've, I've, you know, me and Ian have shared a place for like two weeks or whatever, and I've come home from work and he's on the couch with an esky next to him, just smashing like Zelda on the Nintendo, like, yeah, you know. And then I'll sit down and play and go, no, you got to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> so that, mean Ma, that means mine is coming in. She's like, are you still doing this again? You've oh, no, got to like do something with your other. life. Before we She's learned to accept I didn't, him. I didn't realize how bad it was. Yeah. What's, what's I love the, him. What's the fun thing about you guys is um, obviously you've got your podcast, but Mon, um, I remember, was there an episode where you did, you've done a couple of these episodes yeah. where it's movies that Mon hasn't seen before? Yeah. And then, then I, I was, and like, then, and then, I was then, like, whoa, 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 duty. <laughs> where did you get this amazing idea? Number one. <laughs> That's when we stopped. <laughs> and number two, uh, what was one of the ones that I loved with you guys? I, I love Point Break, so I remember that one. I think that was our yeah. last, the last episode we did of them, yeah. Yeah. And I, I just remember on starting like the, the podcast, like, I really like this movie. And I was like, yeah, yeah. duty. Oh, Fuzzy was he so happy. He Converted another one. Hmm? You the first few that we did. Oh, we they did. Weren't like, the greatest. We did the thing, from you. and the thing. She was half. As, she was half asleep at the time, <laughs> and, and we recorded directly afterwards. She goes, "It was good." <laughs> yeah, I, I was so tired. There was just I a lot of snow. It works when you can't control. <laughs> and what about yeah. that dog? I was. Thank you. Oh yeah. Yes. Such a good movie. I like the thing. Mm. Such a good movie. I but, think you stayed awake for that one. So. I did. That was another good one. But then we did like the de- we did one for the descent, and you're like, oh, I really I got boring, that. and then it was just like, what the? Can I swear? It- yeah. Dude, fucking yeah, you can swear. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we do. <laughs> you got to make sure. She's like, what the fuck? Wait, yeah. are we talking about the Disney movie Descendants? No, no, no. no <laughs> it started off as a boring the... movie. They just got really interesting. Because I had the Diddy's, same reaction. He's like, you know what, Mon? You have to see this Disney film. It's called The Descendants. And I saw it too and went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the one movie no. I wanted to get Mon's reaction on was, um, and that's that's where we, we sort of started the, the, the mini episode idea was um, Bradley J, Fuzzy, the Who Spoke no. Puns guys. They said, watch it if you want to watch a really fucked up movie was Tusk. And so I uh, made Mon watch it. She hasn't seen it. I want oh, to get her to no, watch it. No, don't. Nah, it's, yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Acting, like the actors in it are pretty good. Johnny Depp's best role after Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp is really good. Because you don't realize it's him until, after until the credits roll on you. Yeah. Before we get deep into this, Chrissy, I have to tell you something about Duty. He had his, his opinions on films. It's kind of suspect. So <laughs> it's a bit twisted. Take, yeah, it's a bit okay. twisted. Take okay. everything with a grain of salt. Uh, I don't know anything about this about or, or about Tusk, but you've been trying to get me to see Mother for what feels like three weeks. Oh man, I got, nah. yeah, I'm not watching that. Yeah, nah. yeah, see, no, and and I feel like this is the type of combination you would want me to do, like Mother and Tusk. Let's well, do this. Mother is at, now out of the theater, and Tusk has been, you know. Oh darn, on... we missed it. <laughs> what a shame. Go it's on Blu-ray at your local Walmart for four ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so yeah. So back on track. Back on track, guys. Do a little detour. So, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, um, can I say one thing about Shaun of the Dead that I also enjoyed? Yeah, 
I have a weird sort of obsession with any sort of movies that put disaster on a bigger scale than just like one guy being on some sort of rampage or a murderous thing. Like when it's when it's aliens, when it's a, a possible plague. Wait, you started? You have a problem with that? Or, oh, I or, like it. Oh, you like? Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay. When it's an earthquake when it's everything in the day after tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, so that because you're, you're sadistic and you like to see people suffer. No, 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 no. Because I'm I always over towards duty. <laughs> Some shade was shut across the room. Just did. <laughs> because I always wonder what I would do given the choices that I have uh, available to me in those situations. Oh, that's all I do when I watch zombie movies in particular. I will say this film is probably the only film where the the government, the general public, go. Uh, they're zombies, and then you know, spoilers for the end of the film. It's like, cool, they're zombies. Just wipe them out. Just shoot them all in the head, yeah. and then they keep some of them for game shows, talk yeah. shows, Maury Povich, all that sort of right. stuff. How did they manage to tame them though? Because they were clearly untamable about twenty minutes ago. Well, you gotta. I mean, they're people too, Chrissy. So, well, like, if you can do some milly vanilli zombie walking and walk past them, fine. Then oh, I'm yeah. sure you can tame them. Which too. is yeah, my fa- my favorite scene of the film that 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 scene of them <laughs> trying to to blend in and to walk through with the zombies. <laughs> I agree. Is- David, give us your zombie. Uh. <laughs> You're miserable. You hate it. Do it again. Uh, much better. And that's what that's what that's what I love about this movie is Edgar Wright obviously is a fan. Of the zombie genre, and you can tell that by watching the movie. Mm. So, you know, me me being a fan, watching the movie, that's why. I mean, it's just like a classic. It's classic. Right. So basically, we're we're on in the on the same opinion that this is an awesome movie. So, okay. yep. thank God, I would totally watch it again if if I was channel flipping it. It was on HBO. I I would stop and watch it. Um. So, like I said, Edgar Wright directed this. He so he's directed one, two, four, four movies, including no five movies, including this one. He's got Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, The World's End, which is the trilogy, and then he also did Scott Pilgrim versus the World, oh. which Chrissy has seen, yeah, which we love. Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. love Scott Pilgrim, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so I think Edgar Wright could be like a director that you might like across the board. I think so. It was funny when you said that. I thought that makes sense. Mm. Mm. There's literally one scene from Scott Pilgrim that Chrissy and I quote. Probably at least once a month, Chrissy. Do you want to say which scene it is? Bread makes you fat. <laughs> the Constantly, one, the one where they're sitting on the ground eating bread, and uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, "You know, bread makes you fat." And, so, and he turns around with a giant hunk of bread in his mouth and says, "I, I think I just like that." I think it was Thomas Jane as the vegan police. <laughs> oh, the vegan milk police, smoking eggs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy used to be vegan, right, Chris? Yeah, for a long time. Um, I'm, but now I'm vegetarian, so it's an offshoot. It's close. So. I don't know, I, but, and he also did Baby Driver, which just came out just came out this summer, which yeah. is yeah. amazing as well. That yeah. also makes sense. And the most un Edgar Wright Edgar Wright movie. It's his uh, is it his first American film? I think uh, Baby Driver. I think so. in terms, well, American like he made it in America. Well, I think with well, an like, American crew. Yeah, I think so because the Scott Pilgrim did he he made that here right? I think so, but it's not like a, a over. A, Americanized sort of film, if you if that makes sense. Like Baby Driver, it, it's in the US. It's racing cars. It's robbing banks. It's you don't think Scott Pilgrim's American? No, uh, he's clearly Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> clearly True. Canadian is a great drink, by the way. But I was looking at the list, and I think it's kind of a tie between Scott Pilgrim and Shaun of the Dead for me for my favorite. Um, Duty loves Hot Fuzz, and you uh, just watch Baby Driver. Mom, yeah, what do you I think? It, I watched Baby Driver on what's, the way over. What's on the your plane. so? What's your favorite Edgar Wright film out of out of those ones? 
Last post I saw his ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed Baby Driver, but I think that's also probably because it's my most recently watched right. as well. You like Baby Driver, right? Yeah, I did. That was, was great. good. I stayed awake. Stayed awake. Mm-hmm. Um, Checked off that, that Great soundtrack. Off. You guys want to guess the, the Rotten Tomatoes on Shaun of the Dead? Ooh, yeah. Who's got it? Let's do it more gooder than <laughs> who wants to guess the Rotten Tomato uh, score. I got 86. 86, literally duty. literally store my score. Mon? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, 80 flat. 76. Ooh, duty wins. 92% on Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. 76 on Metacritic. 8.0 on IMDb. I got Metacritic. It's uh, it's a well, well liked film. So here's here's the taglines for this movie. Uh, you guys can pick which one you like the best. It's it's just one of those days when you're feeling a little dot 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 dead. No. Yeah. Buy milk, ring mum, dodge zombies. Yeah. So this is one uh, I think that not doing it justice. So this is one that our our buds at the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews, uh, when they discussed this movie on on one of their their episodes. They had a discussion about. Do you think, Chrissy, that Shaun of the Dead is a romantic comedy? Yes. Yes. There you go. Yes. yes. Full stop. Yeah, full stop. Everyone's agreement yep. on that. Yeah. Because the tagline, one of the taglines is a romantic comedy with zombies. Um, I think that was on the Australian percent. posters as well. Mm-hmm. And that's the best tagline, by the way, of the three. Wait, so you're saying you don't like ever felt like you were surrounded by zombies? Question mark. No. Sounds okay. Uh, in a time of crisis, a hero must rise, dot, dot, from his sofa. Nah. No. See, with taglines like that, it makes it feel like a scary movie sort of ripoff because the, the the word is like Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead. But then with taglines like that, you're like, yeah, it sounds like crap. Yeah, I agree. Budget of $5.3 million, This made $13.5 million in the US. Hi-oh. Um, made back its money. Made back its money, but it's become of a, a kind of a cult classic Uh was it really 2004? It, felt, it has a very 90s feel to it, in a way. Why? I don't know if it was the fashion choices or... The <laughs> fashion know, choices? Of the girls I was thinking of. Um, the girlfriend specifically and her friend. I the know, girl from felt, Under Woman? Yes. Felt very 1999. But that's fine. I don't care. Those four. Woo-woo. A lot of people from um, Edgar Wright and Simon Peck, their their show called Spaced were in this in this movie. Did you guys ever seen Space before? I haven't seen it. it. I haven't seen it. Amazing. Um, a few people from the, the British version of The Office, the original version of The Office is everything in this movie? The, the Brits do so much better than what we do? Literally everything. I don't understand. Like, why? What are, what are we doing wrong? Let's ask the Australians. Yes. Do you guys consider... It, why, <laughs> why is this happening? <laughs> why does the UK do everything better than we... The Do our Americans. US, the yeah. American version for the second after them. It's kind of a good. Experience. We've just come through immigration. We don't want to get kicked yeah, out. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually Very trying smart. To, there's probably some some versions where the 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 US version is better than the UK version, though, in some instances. Really? Yeah. I, I, Mon's giving a face like I am. I'm, we're over here like pondering <laughs> well, what, this. What going. what what things do you think are better US than UK? I actually prefer the the US office to the UK office. Personally, on a personal level. Personally, on a personal level. I, do US t- is Steve I love both, but I agree with you. Oh, yeah. I, pr- I prefer the US office. But only... I will say that. Only, although I haven't really watched... Sorry. Steve Carell. I haven't really watched um, mm-hmm. the UK. Right. We were just talking about this recently because uh, we were watching some The Office US clips. But the the before Steve Carell left, like once he left, it went downhill. But when he was there, totally. 
that was that show was friggin awesome i agree mm-hmm. friggin awesome so what else so are there other so scenes stand stand out so we talked about the <laughs> blending the, in the blending <laughs> in by walking like a zombie uh i also like the scene when he he thinks over and over again about his game plan about going to the house yeah. to kill uh kill mom's Phil. sorry Phil. and it's like yeah. this isn't working <laughs> <laughs> Well, have you got? It's just cricket. Man. Bill Nye is in this movie. Our boy from uh, oh, yeah. Love, Love Actually, and um, what's the, the other boat one that, that rocked Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, uh, about oh, time. Yeah. Do you guys like About Time? <gasps> Heard of it? Haven't seen it. Oh, you would Mine, have love you seen it. it. I think I've seen it. With um, I, I, I say that with, with um, time Margot travel? Robbie is in that movie. Uh, no, um, then I haven't seen it. Then you want to watch it because it's got yeah. all made in it. You guys yeah. have to see that movie. A lot of people will think it's schmaltzy. No, this is good. But we love time time travel movies. Um, Back to the future. It's a my favorite movie of all time. It's a uh, it's one of those time travel with like uh, it's not schmaltzy. What? How would you describe it? Schmaltzy at all? It hits you right in the the heart, man. Yeah. But not in like a savvy pull at your heart sort of way. Yeah, it, it it hits you in the feels. It's feel good. It's feel oh. It's feel. It's feel. Damal oh. Gleason from uh, <laughs> the the Force Awakens. He's the main guy. Yeah, it's got uh, Rachel McAdams, which yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, an understated Rachel McAdams, which is an enjoyable Rachel McAdams incarnation. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Good movie. But I love Shaun of the Dead, guys, and I'm so glad that you guys seem to. Are we gonna loved. rate it? Did you guys have like a favorite kill in the film? Because there are some pretty gnarly kills. In the film. Uh, my the obvious one that everyone mentions oh, is yeah. is the the, I know exactly which one the queen say. the queen scene where they're in the bar and yeah. they they pull yeah. out the kill pool the queen. cues. Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> that's not really a, a kill. That's like. You know, just beating slightly, him up. Yeah, but then that—that's also like a, a look into the future. Then when you watch like Baby Driver and all the musical scenes in that film, yeah, goes back to Shaun of the Dead with Queen. True. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. True. I mean, Edgar Wright and his music in all his films is just amazing. Good choices. Mm. It's amazing, and his—he's always got the the quick editing. You know, like I, I look at the like I look at the picture on the wall, and then I grab this, and like yeah. just his whole editing thing that he does, and it's. Never oh, bored. Yeah, it's yeah. never boring. Chrissy doesn't fall asleep, which no. is great. I know. We keep talking about that. I got it, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have yeah. we? So, have we mentioned it all? Anything else we're missing? What I would mean, you guys do? So, it, have you ever thought about a zombie apop- apocalypse? What What you guys would do? Not as much as happened? you. Not as much as me. No, I think you've thought about it a lot more. It's a possibility. You got to plan for everything. Chris. I just feel like they're so slow. All you have to do is outrun them and have this is, this not is the question, all of them. This is the question I've got. Now, would you rather prefer uh. slow zombies like they shamble, but they're smart, or jogging speed and they're really dumb? <laughs> That's slow. a good question. Slow and but smart. But they're smart. Slow and smart. So they know how to open doors. They know how to pick up things. Or they know how to put on a helmet to cover their heads. I'm I'm of the, the mind that... Once the zombie apocalypse starts, it's only a matter of time before you're dead. So the slower they are, the more time you have to make moves and figure out what you're going to do. Okay. And I'm, you know, this hasn't worked in some of the zombie movies, but it's always like you need the supplies and you need to find an island where it's remote enough that you can set up 
you know, you're some some kind of camp with a bunker. supplies and kind of naked and afraid it, but you're not naked, basically. Why does it have to be an island? Why can't you go in like a bomb shelter and do the same thing? You could. I was thinking like an oil rig. There you go. An oil rig? Yeah. Why? Because it's in the zombies it's can't desolate. swim. It's a natural fact. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would pay to see a slow zombie swimming. How about a castle with a moat? <laughs> the, oh yeah, a castle with a moat. But then you could have like crocodiles in the moat, and then you could get zombie crocodiles, and you don't want True. that, do you? Zombie crocodiles. Yeah, that That's sounds like a great awesome. Australian ripoff of like zombie crocodile Dundee. How has zombie that not Dundee. happened yet? I don't understand. I don't think Paul Hogan's doing anything at the moment. A mall, a mall with a moat around it. I'm thinking Dawn of the Dead because there's less supplies there. You are thinking Dawn of the Dead. That's the one you haven't seen. Get on that. So about time, Dawn of the Dead. We've got a list going for you. <laughs> uh, check it twice. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Shaun of the Dead is just great. It's 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 funny. It's it's got some good kills, zombie wise. It's got great characters that you. Um, you love. It's well written. I think that, that that's really at the core of any and all of the movies that, on, that we watch for this podcast that I end up liking. They all have good writing. I don't care so much about action. Acting is important, but not like super important. It's writing. And it was a well written movie. Would you guys agree? Definitely. Yeah. Yay. So you guys want to hear got? some. So I got a couple of IMDb trivia bits. Did you guys notice that uh, although sporadically hinted at, the cause of the zombie invasion is never properly explained? When people are about to uh, explain, they get interrupted by something in the movie. Yes. There you go. Um, Nick Frost, uh, which played who played Ed in the movie, allegedly kept his genitals shaved throughout the production to create a genuine need to scratch that the character demanded. That's so he a super his- method. Is that method? Does that work? Oh, yeah. I mean, it works, but whether it's necessary. <laughs> right? I'm with mom. So this is one of uh, Quentin Tarantino's fav- uh, top 20 films since the year 1992. Oh. We were talking we're about in him. good company. We were talking about him. Or earlier. he's in good company with us. So they considered a sequel to this movie that would replace zombies with another monster, but decided against it as they were pleased with the first film as a standalone product and thought too many characters died to continue the story. The proposed title was From Dusk Till Sean. No? I like it. Good standalone movie. But the mom was dead. You can't have a movie without that poor mother. Oh, by the way, the mom... She did a really good job. She yeah. played a very she good... She was an unsung hero of that movie. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, is that his real mom? Because they have a really good connection together. Mm-hmm. And she was just such a mom. <laughs> like in every like sense. You wanted, to, you wanted to save her. You're like, oh, where's Sean's mom? We got to save right. her. And she's got this gnarly hole in her wrist filled of, full of Kleenexes. Yeah. That's right. Would it... I, when I, I, I remember when I saw this movie for the first time and, and that, that scene happened and I was like... That would be totally something that my mom would do. Yep. She's like, I don't want to get him upset. You I didn't want to be a bother. My yeah. mom too. I want to cover this. But also there's like no blood on her. So unless as soon as she got bitten, she just stuffed it full of Kleenex. She did. She did. When he brought well, her out of the yard, I noticed that she had a bunch of Kleenex in her hand. And you, I, I hit Justin. I went, she got bit. 
And he just that, didn't but it's also just like a normal like my mum does it just puts Kleenexes up her wrist in yeah, case she needs true. to wear so, so you just think it's a normal there. thing. Is that where your mom puts it's her an, Kleenexes up? It's a normal up her OCD wrist? thing. Oh no, that's like up her sleeve. She's like a, a Kleenex magician. She's like, it just never stops. <laughs> Ooh, what's this? <laughs> you have a boogie? Here we go. There you go. My grandmother had OCD and she used to open doors with paper, da- paper towels. So there were paper towels always like up her sleeve or in a pocket <laughs> or resting on the actual like little doorknob. And uh, She's like, would you like some bounty? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> She's got a bounty in her pocket. <laughs> yeah. Did I ever tell you that? No. Paper towels to open doors. That's a little bit extreme. Does it explain a lot about how the OCD has filtered down through our female lineage? It does explain a lot. <laughs> it's kind of eerie. Like I can't even go on with the podcast because my, <laughs> my, my mind's exploding. So do you guys remember the zombie in Sean's backyard? Like the girl yes. that Mary. Yes. Mary. Mary. So she works at <laughs> Landis Supermarket. And this is a nod to John Landis who directed American Werewolf in London. Oh. Oh, I see why you've picked these. So Edgar Wright, a fan of that movie, uh, it was a nod there in the Mary character. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we gotta still move on. Like I, I could talk about how I love this movie all day, but I need, Same. I need some grades. So we do letter grades um, here on the podcast. Chrissy, okay. your first time. What, what would be your letter grade for Shaun of the Dead? I'm a tough grader, so A minus. Ooh, Mon. I'd give it a flat A. I would have to agree with Mon. Duty? I'm going to go with Mon, but I'm going to give it an easy A. Ooh. Ooh. See what I did there? See what I did there? Yeah. Emma Stone, easy A. Great movie, by the if, way. Chrissy's the hater over here with an A minus. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you listen quietly, you can hear listeners going, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But actually, they're not even loud. They're like in my ears. But the reason that I do that is because... You don't, I, you don't have to explain no, yourself, No, but Chrissy. I want to when it's You're my podcast. You're just a hater and you just don't understand. No, no, shut up. So back in the day when we watched that awful movie, um, Big Trouble in Little China. So why do you have to bring this we, we up still, on every single seen, episode? We own it, but we still haven't seen it yet. That's right. We he hasn't it? seen it. Yeah, we well, have a heap, I bought a heap of movies and we still haven't watched them. Oh, I've cool. been telling him for a while. I'm kind of scared for Duty to watch it because... I'm like kind of scared, scared for again, Mom to I'll watch it. Again, I'll bring up Duty. Some of, your, some of your opinions on film are a little suspect, Duty, but you need to get on that, man. It's a great movie. It's definitely not an F or... You you re yeah, you regraded it. I uh, regraded it to a D. Yeah, Dave's partner. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she didn't like it either. Well, the different strokes. Exactly. But you, That's but fine. you upgraded but, your grade to like yes, a. But the point is, is that ever since then, I'm like extraordinarily purposeful with how I grade things, <laughs> so people don't go, "Oh, so this movie is equivalent to that in your book." <laughs> okay. That's a good point. Thank but you. three A's and A minus is great in my book. So totally, yeah. Yay! I'm so excited about that. Stuff you haven't reviewed it. What you agreed with me? Uh. No, I agreed with her. Oh. A. So three A's, A minus. I can't even with you. So I'm excited, guys. You know why? Why? Uh, so because Duty and Mon are here. Yes. Um, something that uh, me and Duty also wanted to do while they were here. Special is another fun segment we like to call the Mystery Snack Challenge. Where's my snack pack? You got a banana. You don't need no snack pack. You know I like snack pack. Why can't you just give me a snack pack? I thought I was your snack pack. What are you talking about? Nothing. So when the Who Spiked the Puns guys were here, what we did was we um, kind of like the, the American Indians and the Pilgrims, 
we we each brought things. Like we, we brought things to the table. Thanksgiving, um, a little Thanksgiving. We bring you a pipe, smoke it, and smoke it till your feathers float. Before there was genocide and murder, we we had we broke bread together. Yeah. Um. So Judy and my mom brought something from Australia. Yes. And uh, I was telling them earlier before we started taping that I found something in the grocery store recently that I'd been meaning to try that kind of represents America in a little bit of of a way as a, as a snack. So, and why I find this but I want to use duty and mon as a guinea pig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're going to do a versus, just like how we did with the Who Spiked Upon guys uh, when Bradley and Fuzzy here were here. So I'm going to let you guys go first because you guys are the guests. Ooh. So we, we, we've done something a little bit special for you guys. Ooh. So. All secret, mystery. All secret. I'm ready. So it's a lucky dip bag. A l- lucky oh. what? A lucky dip bag. I so thought you, you said. Put, you put your hand in. A bag. Okay. Oh, you put your hand on a dick. I thought you said dick. Yeah, me too. I thought you said a lucky <laughs> dick bag. Yeah, and, and then like, you said, and then you put your hand in it, and I'm like, um. <laughs> so, how many dicks are in this bag? Chrissy, put your your hand in the dick bag first. <laughs> Remember, he said that for future. All right. So there's a variety of different things in here, so you guys could have separate things. Mm. Uh, I'm all for variety. So, Chrissy, you want to reach in first? I, I still this is exciting. This is super <laughs> exciting. Multiple dicks in the mystery dick oh, bag. Oh, I picked two things. Ooh. Ooh. What do you got, Chris? It is something called a Cadbury Curly Whirly. Curly Whirly? What does that so mean? Do I don't you, know. So you guys don't have them here? Just making I'm, sure. We have the Cadbury company, and they make the if eggs. If you get the same thing, yeah. you can repick. But But that's as far as I know from Cadbury. So you you've got a Curly Whirly. I've got a Cherry Ripe. Ooh. This is a... Is this all from the Cadbury company? Oh, it is. Is Cadbury uh, probably coincidentally a, it's an international brand of Mondelez. It is owned candies? by the company Mondelez. I have I have a question for our, for our Australian friends. Yes. So on the back, you guys have your nutrition facts, and they are different than ours because, for instance, ours would say calories. Oh, and ours have got kilojoules or something. Kilojoules. Yeah, and, and but is energy the same thing as calories? I would assume. Um, and how do you do the conversion from kilojoules? I don't know. Internet, internet. Uh, so all I know is if you, run, <laughs> if you run for twenty minutes, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> my my cherry ripe, which is like a looks like a candy bar like mm-hmm. thing going on, is it says ripe juicy cherries and coconut in old old gold rich yeah. dark chocolate. Old gold, man. Yep. What's old gold mean? It's like gold. dark dark chocolate. It's, oh. a, it's good. Oh. It's a type of... Alright, so I think the best thing is for us to open up our our individuals, yes. try it, and then we could exchange. I don't know what's in mine. And the whole bag is yours as well with a variety of stuff. Holy crap. Ooh. I'm going to try this. No, but it looks like pretzel. Cherry it right. totally looks like a chocolate covered pretzel. Alright, ready? Yeah. Oh, truly. This is good. <laughs> It's not a pretzel. <laughs> That's okay. I like it. You know what this tastes like? Caramel. Tasty wheat. Do you have Almond Joy or Mounds? No. So mounds sound familiar, actually. Oh, there's a... there's a. Um, this was made in Poland. There's a candy bar <laughs> here in America uh, by the Mars Company. I'm pretty sure it's the Mars Company, right? Yeah. It's uh, One is called uh, Mounds and one is called Almond Joys. It's basically... Coconut. Almond Joy has nuts. Mounds Chocolate don't. around coconut <laughs> is is mounds, and oh, then, that's bounty at home. And then uh, almond joy, they just all they add an almond, a nut to oh. it. So it's 
coconut, chocolate, and an almond. Okay. This is like that, but with cherry in the middle. It's really tasty. Chris, you want to try this? Mm-hmm. Cherry ripe? Trades. This trades is these. literally just chocolate and caramel. It's kind of awesome. Enjoy. And then there's and some It's just the way it's really sort of set because it's all, oh. as you said, pretzel-like, so it's curly. Mm. Just dropped it on me. Curly whirly. This is so much better than Mounds and Almond Joy. What crack are you smoking? <laughs> it's coconut. It that's what it tastes. I didn't say I didn't compare Homie, which tastes best. No, I can't stand coconut. I think it's like ugh, the worst thing. And this is delicious. Ooh, you got, this you is got, you got three more bars where that came from. In there. <laughs> this is hard to eat. My hips say thank you. This is the kind that gets stuck in your teeth. That's what but I, fun. Yeah. At the movies, Curly Whirly. This is good, guys. I know. Thank you, guys. Oh, good mystery snack challenge. Yeah, Chrissy's not used to good mystery snack no. challenges. <laughs> no, this is the man who made. Oh me my have god! Why you guys are here? You know what you guys need to try? You say Burger King. Oh no! Now nah, we got that at home. Mac, mac and cheese. The, the mac and cheese bites. Yeah. Mac and Pretty cheese. Dex. What are those things called? It's basically fried mac and cheese in stick form. Ooh. It's terrible. It's great. No, it's not. So. Your first time here in the States, I had to go with a snack that is at the grocery store, even here in California, that I think represents America in a big way. It's just a big bucket of cheese? A <laughs> <laughs> big bucket of cheese. Is it no chicken? duty. This is, you guys like chips? Yep. Yeah. As from, in like crisps? What is this? Yes. 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 From uh, I think this is yeah, Lay's. They, they call chips like like fish and chips. From Lay's, uh, but it's Jesus Christ, Justin. Southern biscuits and gravy, Lay's potato chips. You looked chips. that up before we came. I saw here a photo too. of that. I think. Yeah. On, did you put it on Twitter on the Twitter chat? <laughs> no, someone did. I think it was Brader. Wait, really? I think he put it did he call it? Guys, there's nothing more American, guys, than. Southern so, yeah, biscuits so is, and gravies. What is southern biscuits and gravies? I don't understand. What, yeah. Is it just He's bread southern, and gravy? It's just biscuits. You know what biscuits are, right? Bread. Bread. Okay. And then over it is a uh, a gravy that's often made with uh, sausage. Okay. Um, I will tell you these are vegetarian, by the way. Uh, Yeah. No, a lot of Lay's we chips are not, actually. Them. They include things like chicken fat or chicken flavoring. So let's break this stuff out. We Hold on. Let me, I'm going to turn mine off. Chrissy, you can narrate. I'm going to give this to okay. our guests. Okay. Justin has the giant Lay's bag in his hands, and he ripped it open in one fell swoop. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta. Here comes the biscuit and gravy goodness. We got to get instant reactions from, Duty from and the Aussies about this. Hand. Go ahead. Down the hatch. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Is it awesome? It just reminds me of like this thing I had as a child. I'm about to try one too. I, I haven't tried this. I, I've been that's wanting really to. It tastes nice. familiar, but not at the same time. It tastes like that like creamy chicken soup sort of thing, the instant oh, packet yeah. you get at home. Yeah, it yeah. tastes like that. Except I've seen chip form. The oh, fuck? <laughs> would, you, would you like another one from our bag? <laughs> I'm we'll, good. We'll you. Feel free. That's actually pretty good. So I don't understand. The first bite makes you think it's a sour cream and onion chip. You're like, ooh, cool, sour At cream least, and onion. Yeah. And that, then that's probably where I was what I was All of a sudden of. chicken hits you in the face. It's sausage, Chrissy. It's sausage. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know. I get yeah. That all comes through. You could I don't eat that meat at all. You could eat that with your breakfast in the morning. Oh, you could have some no. some eggs after after you just brush your teeth. After you just brush your teeth, <laughs> with some orange juice. some some good old scrambled eggs and some sausage and gravy uh, lace. This is why I could never live in the south. I can't do it. 
So wait a minute, Chrissy, you're the only one that's not on board with this. I'm sorry. What, so why? Just the aftertaste, basically? It, it's it's a combination of the aftertaste. Um, I, I think it's weird when things switch flavors midway through. Yeah, I'll I don't mind do the complexity of flavor, but when yep. it switches, you're like, what the hell? Um, also, and this is more a subjective side of an opinion, because I'm a vegetarian, it feels like meat. It tastes like meat. And I'm like, I just feel like I'm eating meat. You feel bad. You feel dirty. I feel gross. Well, we've got. But it, you did point out it is vegetarian. Mm. Hey. I think if you switch, if we switch back and forth between well, the chocolate you've, you've and got the two more varieties, I think in that bag. If you guys want to try, yeah. there's more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm putting my hand in the dick bag, guys. <laughs> Spit on your yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, a Milky Bar. Damn. Yeah, I don't know what Do you, that is, but it sounds that sounds good. good. So while well, I'm opening my Milky Bar, just really <laughs> quick, um. Our boy from Podfix, the Podfix Network, Chris Brayton, more gooder than the God. He had a the package for legend. you that he wanted you to have, and he sent it through our other boy, Dan, from the Dan and Cody podcast to get to me. So it's it's going through several hands, this this box. And, and now and then it, it showed up at my desk at work today. It's a present for you. I'm hoping it's not anthrax because I beat them in the the, the latest fantasy movie draft. I've, I've been licking my fingers after I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> this has all just been what a setup. <laughs> what if it's a box of dicks? Oh my God. We thought it was a bag of dicks. Uh, this he's is a gonna box. Be, you're going to be very upset. It's probably. What if it's like a tablet with Chris's face on it? He's like, hello, duty. I'm sorry. Oh. It is a Green Bay Packer hat. Wah, he converted wah, me to wah. Green Bay. Packers suck, guys. I've noticed in our so we have uh, like a DM message thread that goes on. He left the price tag on it. <laughs> that uh, there's a lot of people that, that try to buy Duty's love in terms of NFL football teams. That chat went for a fair while. And Brayton has been very strong on the the pulling, trying to get Duty to pull for the Packers. People who pull for the Packers are like hardcore. He, he convinced me with this whole thing of cheese hats. Of, wait, of what? A cheese hat. What is that? The cheese heads. Oh, got it. I've seen those. I forgot. So instead of sending you a cheese hat, he just sends you a regular hat. There you go. That works out. Oh, this is good too. Milky bar. Oh, is that white chocolate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Guys, I mean, the, the assortment of snacks we have between all these chocolates you guys brought and the, the biscuits and gravy lays. Wow. Damn, this is good. It's been good. My teeth hurt. <laughs> so what? Uh, I mean, I'm going to give the chocolate an A, and the 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 chips probably like a B plus. What do you guys think? What, what would you give the chips? Obviously, the, those are the only ones that are new to you guys. I'd say. Do you guys have stuff like that back in Australia? We got like tomato sauce flavored chips. Tomato sauce flavored chips. Dead horse. Tomato. Yeah, yeah flavored chips. We got gravy, we got cheese flavored. We got some random ones here and there. Yeah. For like 40 finals and stuff. Oh, yeah. They always bring out like special packs and stuff. Lay's is kind of notorious here in America for having like weird things, weird flavors. Mm. They pull out the weird flavors. So, mm-hmm. um, other than like the normal, regular, and sour, cr- sour cream and barbecue. So, wait, did they give it a letter grade? And yeah. uh, I'm going to say B minus. Okay. So it's something that I reckon if I was in front of a couch, I could smash half a packet and then go, this is actually quite gross after a while. If when- you ate, like, if you drank like four or five shock tops, you would be into. Kid tested, mother approved. 
What is with this curly um, word is very sticky. Yeah, that word. Mom, what's your grade? What's your uh, grade for C, the, chip? for the chips? Ooh, I'm thinking Christie's even less than that. I'm giving the chips a D. She's giving the chips the D. <laughs> no, you guys gave us the D bag. The dick bag and the, right. Yeah, and the the chocolate gets an A for me. I'm just happy that there's apparently more dicks in the dick bag. Like it's I think like there's one more variety in there. It's, yeah. it's kind of like Mary Poppins's uh, bag. Like I just don't know. Like so, they just keep coming out. I oh, there's another one. It's the dick bag that keeps on giving. <laughs> our dog is like, what is in that lace bag? Yeah, our dog has arisen from her slumber and is now like, can somebody give me some chocolate or some horrible potato chips? Because I assure you, I will like them. Uh, so guys. Good mystery stack challenge. Thank you for for bringing us snacks. Yeah, we and you. Uh, I, I kind of want to give our dog Maggie one of these chips to see whose side she's on because if uh, she'll yeah. eat it, then what? is she a picky eater? She can be. Here you go, Maggie. She goes, and let's see. Yeah. She asks you for more, so she's she's chewing it right now. Our dog is eating a chip. You want to put the mic to the dog's mouth? And no, no, uh, she's oh, done. Now. Oh, and uh, yep, oh. but she did not look thrilled. Oh, oh no, no she loves it. <laughs> Look at her tail. Tail loves is wagging. It. Like a propeller. There you go. We're on the same page, Maggie, me and you. So there you go. Uh, guys, we got a second movie to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, we already <laughs> talked about Shaun of the Dead, but the second movie is an oldie. It, it comes from 1981. It is An American Werewolf in London. This is the story of two young American students traveling through England on the night of the full moon. What was it? It could be a lot of things. Fate let one live. A lunatic must have been a very fierce fellow. Wasn't a lunatic. What? A wolf. Oh, be serious, would you? And now everything is changing. Changing. John Landis, the brilliant young director of Animal House and the Blues Brothers, has turned a classic tale of terror into something new. Something different. Excuse me. A naked American man stole my balloon. I'm a werewolf. Indeed. So this log line for this movie, uh, an older one, is two American college students on a walking tour of Britain are attacked by a werewolf that none of the locals would admit exists. So this is an exciting one. So like I said, the reason I picked this is it has a little bit of connective tissue in that uh, American Werewolf in London was one of the... uh, I don't. I don't know if it's the first movie, but it's one of the first really well-known movies that really blended horror and comedy together. And Edgar Wright is a fan of the movie, and he said it was one of the movies that kind of uh, was uh, a movie he was thinking about when he was writing *Shaun of the Dead*. So 
None of you guys had seen this movie before this no. past week. No. I think I've seen the Paris one, but not the London one. Oh, wow. I had heard of the Paris one, but I had not heard of the London one. So knowing that, um, I'm going to go to Mon first. So first time seeing an American werewolf in London. Yep. 1981. What was your overall thoughts? It, it was good for the time that it was made, hmm. is my thought. Um, if it was similar now, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have probably expected a hell of a lot more from it than what it was. Now, do you, like Chrissy, when I show her older movies into the early, you know, the 80s or, or before, she can have an 80s bias sometimes. Basically, we're talking about like the middle years of like 70s and kind of like up to 84, like that kind of period. Like anything classic movies I'm on board with or anything after that I'm okay with too. <laughs> 80s is like a classic movie. No, <laughs> I mean like Casablanca. For us, for us it's, it's classic for us. <laughs> well, yeah, we weren't born yet. Hmm. Hmm. How young are these people you invited into our house? <laughs> They're really young. They're coming I'm in sure. with their swag. Man. That Jurassic Park t-shirt. Man, you guys are lucky. Diddy, what did you think of American Werewolf in London? Um, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah? I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, the, the, the main character, whose name escapes me, looks like a 1980s version of Brandon Ruth. Jack or David? David? David. Yeah, that's it. Um, the fashion sense is a little bit current because that's starting to come back, you know. Yeah. Puffy jackets. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, but also noticed like a couple of the side characters were f- familiar from other films. So like I think it's the young guy in the pub who plays darts and who never misses. This is from Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Oh. The cab driver is Bricktop from Snatch. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Justin is eating his southern biscuits and gravy chips <laughs> I'm on sorry, the guys. podcast. <laughs> this is good stuff. As opposed to talking about the movie. He's just like, mm-hmm. I'm What did you think of the movie? <laughs> I'm letting everybody talk. Jeez. That's what I get for being nice. <laughs> you get rewarded with chips. <laughs> southern thing he's ever said. He's like, the First time I've, I've eaten those chips. He's got They're biscuit and good. gravy chips in his mouth. He's like, That's what I get for being nice. <laughs> Chris. What do you think of an American Werewolf in London? <laughs> I have mixed feelings about it. Um, the m- should, prime- I, should I out you with what you exclaimed loudly like 45 minutes into the movie? Oh, because I was super tired and forced to stay awake for it? Yeah. I said, <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> this movie sucks. Well, to be fair, or really not to be fair, to be more, uh, I guess, explanatory than anything. Mm-hmm. Any movie that I'm being forced to watch when I'm so tired, I cannot sit up straight. Is automatically going to suck. Automatically. It's it's like an automatic, I hate this because you're making me stay awake and I'm going to feel guilty if I don't. And you're going to be mad at me. So that's what sucks. And then I just like the movie's a scapegoat. So that's what I meant when to I To get a that. fair shake, American Werewolf in London is what you're saying. Totally. Uh, I saw more of it today. I caught up. I caught up on what I missed last night because I was so tired. And my feelings are mixed. So my primary mixed emotion is confusion. Okay. <laughs> there were there were definitely choices made that I was like, why? And is this intentionally funny or is it unintentionally funny? Uh, the whole scene where he turns into a werewolf. Justin, you, you probably were laughing at me in the background because I kept turning back to look at you. Because it was, I mean, I had WTF written all over my face. And 
I couldn't tell if this was a, a direct choice to be hilarious and funny and wasn't really attempting to be scary and the practical effects were just what they were and cool. But F- Hilarious and funny in what way? Because it was so over dramatic and so over the top, and he's ripping his clothes off and writing. He's, he's halfway into like you know, murder she wrote book. And, oh my god, it's so <laughs> yeah, yeah. He committed to that part. And Chris, it, so so what you're saying is, Chrissy, that if you were to dramatically uh, change into a werewolf, you do it way less like with less flair. No, I'm not saying silently. It. Just like no. I, the, the best way I could think to describe it <laughs> with all your clothes on <laughs> well I mean I would keep my clothes on but the the best way I could think to describe it is that it didn't feel like a change that was happening to him mm. it felt like he was perpetuating a change as if to say like I am this and not like what is happening to me I don't know. Maybe I'm not describing it well, but it just it was an that's, acting choice. Know, yeah, that sort of makes sense. It's like a imagine if you know the Hulk took his clothes off before he transformed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hold on, gotta get naked for this. Yeah, <laughs> it just there was, and there were several moments like that where I was just like, Wait, "Is this a purposeful thing?" Well, or? to face facts, he was nude through like seventy percent of the movie. So yeah. He was. Dude like to be naked. Also, I have confused feelings about werewolves in general. Why why do they got to eat people? Like, why is that a thing? Why can't they just eat other animals or grass? <laughs> Let's bring logic into the werewolf movie. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> so, American Werewolf in London is like known as a classic uh, among the, the werewolf genre of movies. So, How many werewolf movies are there? Name another werewolf movie. Twilight. <laughs> Uh, Van Helsing. There were so many feelings in Twilight. Where were the feelings here? Yeah, there was love. If you I Twilight, love you, David. Yeah, you made me watch that. Uh, that movie Twilight. had more love than Twilight. There was actually three <laughs> werewolf <laughs> movies that came out in 81. It was this movie, The Howling, and a movie called Wolfen. So, But this is the movie that, that everyone points to as like the pinnacle of, of werewolf movies. As a kid, I loved this movie. But I also loved a. You watched this as a kid. A teen werewolf comedy that Chrissy, you know, that I love called Teen Wolf. You do love Teen Wolf. Oh, Fox? Yeah, have you seen Teen Wolf? I know that the at the end of the film, a dude's got his dick out in the crowd. So you haven't seen it, but you know that. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there? Don't look at my Google search. So wait a minute. So we got Teen Wolf. What was the other movies you guys got to see now? Evil Dead Two is probably on there. And about time. Bad big time. big oh, yeah. trouble big in trouble. little China, making oh. so many, so many movies. Uh, so, so yeah, so this movie was written and directed by John Landis, which Chrissy, we've seen. I'm trying to look at the movies that you've seen. Animal House, he did Animal House. He did uh, the Blues Brothers, Trading Spaces, Spies Like Us, Three Amigos, Coming to America, and uh, one of the the bits from the Twilight Zone movie, which we've also seen. You had me at Three Amigos. The rest of them I was kind of lukewarm at best on. Coming to America? Uh, she hasn't seen Coming to America. I haven't seen it. Animal oh. House is a classic. I didn't like Animal House. <sighs> Sorry. Blues Brothers you haven't seen. Have also not. classic. Trading True. Spaces you haven't seen. Nope. Mon, any, any opinion on any of those? Have you seen any of those? Yeah, Mon, have you? <laughs> Don't tap me on the I'll shoulder. I'll take that as a no. No, I, I've seen. No, there was one. Repeat them again for me. 
Sorry. <laughs> That's a really good cricket impression. I swear to God, I looked around like Animal House, Blues Brothers, Trading Spaces, Three Amigos, Coming to America, Spies Like Us. Oh yeah, no, I really liked Coming to America. There you go. Sexy chocolate. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, doesn't he have an, a funny accent and he comes to America? Mm, good good guess. <laughs> his, dad, his dad is James Earl Jones. Uh, I do dits well. That's on our list of things to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's obviously uh, done several several really good movies. Um, but this one is... So we were talking about the transformation scene where the main character, David, finally turns into a werewolf. That's pretty much the most famous scene in this movie. Chrissy thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. What you, you guys thought it was funny <laughs> yeah, too? Yeah, it was hilarious. Mom, what do you think? I, it's probably funny now, but it was probably meant to be scary when it was originally. Out. That's what I mean. What was the intent? I can't figure out the intent. Well, can we at least give some props for practical effects, guys? Yes. Yeah, practical effects are amazing. Yeah. Yes. I just think the order of his transformation was weird. Like, th- is the last thing that changed on him was his head. <laughs> yes. So yeah. it was just the this teeth. like this normal looking dude with big teeth, <laughs> and he's hairy as fuck. <laughs> Right, and then his face changes. I also think it was very sudden. It could have been a lot more gradual, like from the book bit where he just full on screams and then takes all his clothes off and sweats. It could have been. <laughs> I love that all you guys are like. That's not how werewolf transformations work. <laughs> I thought they needed to see the moon. Well, yeah, <laughs> he didn't see the moon. He's no. just reading the book, and then you know, well, no, next minute naked. Like he'd be in more pain. Like a, it's more of like a gradual onset pain as opposed to a full on sharp. There. Well, is. didn't he hear? And I think that's the point that there's like every soundtrack song in this movie has moon in the title or something. Bad Men Rising, uh, Moon Dance, Blue Moon. Good observation. Blue Moon. I caught Blue Moon. <laughs> that was easy to catch. But at the, it's, it's at the change of the soundtrack that he's just like, oh. Do you know who I, I thought I'm of? So hot. Do you, do you know who I thought of when I was watching the transformation? Actually, and also a little bit in the movie theater as well. I thought. Man, if they were to reboot this, I want to see Jim Carrey do this. I want like that because I can't tell like if it's supposed to be funny or but I just That's ridiculous, like, Chrissy. That's your most ridiculous comment yet. Why? Jim Carrey in this movie? You guys live in LA, they'll most likely are listening and they will do that now. <laughs> Welcome America. Well, these guys are young. These are they they're college students. They're young. Not Jim Carrey age. They're I keep look, forgetting he's older now. I'm thinking more like nineties, like, mm. like doing a whole Ace Ventura. Yes, around that era. So uh, you guys are saying who who did you say the main character looked like? Brandon Ruth. Brandon Ruth. Brandon Brandon Ruth. Ruth. So David Naughton is the guy that plays the main character, David Kessler. And one of my favorites as a kid watching this was the guy that plays Jack Griffin Dunn. I agree. Is really funny and really kind of like natural. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. His friend that that gets murdered by the werewolf and his friend david just like runs away like i was pissed that was actually mm. I, th- I thought it was quite funny because david falls over first and then his mate goes back and picks him up and then when he falls over he's like yeah uh, yeah i looked at him and I was Later. Like, what a shitty friend. and then he's he's getting in he's like help me help me he's like what 20 30 meters away he's like oh, my mate's getting attacked and runs back yeah. what happened like he had a there? mental lapse or something and just full on spaced and ran but in that time his friend had gotten mauled like Mauled Badly to death. Mauled. He called him meatloaf and, and joking, but he was he so was in cheesy. bad. He was in bad state. Here's what I don't understand. So Jack comes back throughout the movie, basically with the same message over and over again of like, "Hey, hey, dude, hey, you're hey. about to be you're, you're, you're gonna turn into a werewolf. You're about man. to be a werewolf. You should probably end your life." He was American, He's American. Chrissy. 
Okay, guys. <laughs> you see how some look. Chrissy was really paying attention throughout this movie. It's so much so that she, <laughs> she fell asleep several times. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, he was. No, that's the, but that's the ner- that was the other thing that I liked as a kid. The woman that played the nurse. Ooh, la, la. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question about Jack. Ooh, why? If, let, no, let's talk about Nurse Alex. We can in a second. But why? Not why did he keep coming back. But like, why was he going through rigor mortis? Like, why? If, if he's somehow some sort of zombie version he of himself. He wasn't going through rigor mortis, Chrissy. He was uh, falling apart. Rigor mortis means that he like oh, stiffens stiff up. Part. Yeah, you're right. My question is, so the first time we see him, he just looks norm- like normal, but mangled. Mm-hmm. But... Um, David had been passed out for three weeks, was it? Yeah, that's what they said. Why didn't he look green from the start? Why didn't he? Why did he look normal and then turn green? He should already he be green if like he's been dead for three weeks. That's a very good question. See, I have questions. hitting questions. You guys are bringing nerds. logic way too much you into this werewolf fucking movie. Nerds. <laughs> I have a, but this is my problem with movies in general that do this that don't answer basic level of logic questions. <laughs> What's the the space guy, uh, Neil? Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's who you guys are be. Like, that's not how space works. This is not how werewolf movies work. Um, I mean, three weeks. Uh, again, he's he's like caught in some kind of like limbo or something. It's not like sure. he's uh, weekend at Bernie's walking around or anything. You know? I mean, the assumption how is that, the assumption is uh, again he's the only one that sees these these people as well. So it's not like they're. You know, he could touch them and, and like their skin. He picked fall up off. a Mickey Mouse toy. He did. God damn it. You guys are <laughs> reading too much into this. <laughs> also, what was the significance of watching the porn movie? Like, what? why? Why not? <laughs> I thought it was great. You were like, slow down that. We want to watch that again. Um, <laughs> You've sounded. <him. laughs> Well, we, we ask, welcome to the podcast where we ask you the questions. <laughs> so, duty and mine come in. Like we, they come into our house, and I'm like, oh, so Christy's putting the kids to sleep right now. But just an FYI, we tried to watch it, and she fell asleep. So I, I had to like ask her questions, and then I figured out that she had missed most of the the most infamous scenes in the movie. So we had to like start the movie again and refresh Chrissy on some of the right. scenes. So one of the scenes that. Uh, so watching it over again, I haven't seen this movie in a while, and the big thing that sticks out to me is now that I have Chrissy watching a movie, and so Mon, this was her first time watching the movie. Yep. The females, so there's basically two main females in this movie. The first one is the minor one, which is this woman at this bar called the Slaughtered Lamb, which oh, the yeah. guys oh, yeah, yeah. show up at right. before they're they're basically attacked by this werewolf. But at this bar, everyone's like telling jokes and laughing and having fun. And these two American guys walk in and they're like, hey, and they just like are initially like they're silent. They're like, who who the F are these dudes? And then one of the guys is like, why is that five star pentagram on the wall? And instantly everyone gets they're insulted. Hostile. Yeah. That was that was quite funny. All of a sudden. Um, but the one the the one woman at the bar when they kind of shun these guys out basically to get murdered by this werewolf. She's like, you can't do that to these guys. Why? You know, she's the voice of reason. Right. She has a heart. She has a heart. <laughs> so that's female number one. Then the second female in the movie is uh, Nurse Alex. Alex, which the main character, he wakes up in hot. He's been in the hospital for three weeks. And he's at this weird hospital where the, the nurses are like looking at his penis when he's 
basically in a coma. Yeah, and you're then, right. And then the main thing that I watch it back is uh, this nurse, Alex woman, she like instantly falls in love with this dude. Yeah. Like yeah. really quick. Really yeah. quick. And you feel, you kind of feel sad for her because she's like, her options must be severely limited. <laughs> Well, she, Hugh Grant was taken. She goes straight from like, I'm your nurse, to like, here, let me Let's feed have sex you. In the shower. Let me feed you. Oh, I even got there. She's like <laughs> feeding him sex, like with sensually. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> feeding, feeding, him sex. Him sex. feeding him sex. Open your mouth. <laughs> and like, like, it's like, she's like, I find you very attractive. Like, this is in the hospital. And you're right. like, what is this woman doing? Because he's basically, he's having these... these the nurses vi- have to take the Hippocratic Oath? These nightmares and visions. They're weird. They're real weird. She she knows that he's been attacked by some kind of something. And still she's like, you know what? This guy, I'm going to get on this. He looks yeah. like Brandon Ruth. Do you think it's like, what do, what do they call it? Oh, is it like um, Florence Nightingale syndrome where it's like, I will save you. I will rescue you from whatever is plaguing you. Put your head in my bosom. Like, I will make it better. Is that I a, don't know. Is that a thing? No. no. I have no idea. No. Not in Australia. Mon, l- let, me, let me quiz Mon. So Uh-oh. pretend that you're not married and that you're this nurse <laughs> and this guy comes in and he's like, just been attacked by... First of all, it's like a crazy person. They're like, it's some kind of psycho. Yeah. And then they initially find out that he's like, no, I was attacked by some kind of huge dog or werewolf. Would your first thing be like, that's kind of hot? No. I'd be like, hey, let's um, get you into the psychor. You'd be like, I'm more of a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, by the way. I'm totally, totally so, a dog person. So fast forward, he, she just brings... Brings this yeah, dude brings home. Him home. What the hell? And then, and then she has this kind of speech where she's like, "By the way, I've slept with six dudes in my life. <laughs> Two of them with one night stands, and I find you very attractive. Yeah, I'm gonna go have a shower right now. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> Cut to them, you know, making out naked in the shower, and then they have sex. And I'm just like, this is going way too fast for me as a viewer. So I'm not crazy, by the way. Google is my friend. The Florence Nightingale effect is a situation where a caregiver develops romantic feelings, sexual feelings, or both for their patient, even if very little communication or contact takes place outside of basic care. Well, then, yes, that is absolutely I'm what happened with that element. Textbook. <laughs> like I said, I just kind of feel I sorry for her that. because he obviously has some mental issues. He's 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 got some PTSD definitely she, she's going quite on. Pretty as well, so it's like. <laughs> Wait, do your impression, Chrissy, again. What? Well, you were doing the impression of one of the guys, but it was actually more of the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> like what, the accent you mean? Yeah, go ahead. What am I supposed to say? Give me something to say. Uh, just, I mean, just come on to the guy, David, that says he thinks he was attacked by a werewolf. What would you say? David, <laughs> you should just stay here. Rest your head into my bosom. You don't need to go out there and kill anyone. Lord knows you mean well, sweet thing. Here, let me wipe the sweat from your brow and shave your back. Okay, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Shave your back. (laughs) I love that Chrissy, like I said, I had to ask her questions to see if she remembered the movie, and she didn't remember the transformation scene, so we had to watch it amongst the four of us. Chrissy's watching it with her mouth agape. She's like, he needs to shave his back. (laughs) You realize he's turning into a werewolf, right? Yes, I realized, but it was just unsightly. 
89% on Rotten Tomatoes, guys. What the? Wow. Really? Uh, 60 on Metacritic and a 7.6 on IMDb. This is a classic film. Okay. Hmm. No? <laughs> All of us are like... You guys are not on board with this. It's not that we're not... I, um, I wouldn't call it a call. Like, when I'm, this, thinking, when I'm thinking like it, 80s horror, I'm not thinking of this film. No. Well, you just watched it. You just... I mean, this is new. So, when you think of eighties horror, what what are your main things like that come Nightmare up? Nightmare and Friday and Halloween and stuff like okay. slasher horror. Okay, I honestly thought the, when you suggested this film that this film was sixties, seventies. Like I, I thought, thought it was for like sure a, it was seventies, like like you know classic mummy film or yeah. But like I said, can you guys do you guys know of any other werewolf movies that come to mind? I don't know any werewolf movies. Why is it so hard? Obviously, you know we have lots of slasher movies and all this other stuff, but. In terms of the werewolf movie genre, there's not a lot out there. I think the one thing you have to sell on is like the transformation. You think of a word like Twilight was shocking because they just turned into literally a giant they dog. Just, they, yeah, they just jump yeah. pretty much. I just think of Thriller. Like that's all I know. And that's all I could think of. Which, by the way, uh, Michael Jackson was a huge fan of this movie. Mm. Um, Go figure. And then John Landis actually uh, directed Thriller. So really? That makes sense. Huh. I don't even remember them transforming in Twilight. What happened? Did they show the transformation? I don't think he just gets the, on all fools and descends into a big dog. Yeah, it's like because it's it's a one that's done out of anger uh, for Twilight. Like you get they get angry, so their heart rate increases, so the blood pumps quicker. So what you're saying is sense. they weren't listening to a a song with Moon in the title, and that's no, what caused absolutely it. not. The werewolf transformations in both. Harry Potter and oh, the Harry Potter's Hugh Jackman too. Van Helsing film. I actually quite enjoy that, where they actually they rip their skin off, With and Lupin. under their skin is the hair. Ooh! And then That's when amazing. they turn human, they rip their hair off, and under their hair is the human. What? Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I was thinking of um, Oz from Buffy the Vampire Slayer too, and I was like, he seemed like a much nicer werewolf. Yes, Seth Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh. This movie, the 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 special effects, the transformations done by Rick Rick Baker in terms of the the werewolf, the the degeneration of the Jack character, mm. um, the we miss uh, practical effects. We we miss practical we effects. We get that why we CGI the shit out of everything now, but I mean, do you guys agree? I feel like in other movies, action movies specifically, it's gotten to such a point now where it's just. I feel like it almost loses its impact. Yeah. Yeah. Like I watched a couple of movies on the on the plane here and I watched uh, Paul from the Countdown's favorite film, Baywatch, and that is all <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. No werewolf transformations in that, I assume. <laughs> no. 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 Sad- sadly, no. I think it would have made it a better film. <laughs> <laughs> Although I could see The Rock in a a werewolf movie. Like if I could see someone like wolfing out and getting mad yeah, and then turning right. into a werewolf, The Rock, I could I could see that happen. I don't think Absolutely. you can make The Rock any bigger than he already is, though. <laughs> That's just true. wait for it. You know he's he's going to be in a a movie a film version of the game Rampage. Do you That's guys right. remember that? I played the hell out of that. So I assume he's playing someone that has to combat the that was a big like Godzilla type monster, a lizard monster, and like a big like King, King Kong, Kong, yeah, thing just like beating the shit out of buildings. 
Oh, yeah, I see The Rock just jumping on like a King Kong nose and punching it right in the face. What if the whole movie is just like them jumping on buildings and then The Rock jumping on their back and then just punching them in the face? I'm saying that there's there wasn't a lot of stuff going on in that game other than Breaking punching, buildings. punching buildings. Alrighty then. Do you remember that, Chris? Nope. Uh, Mon. Yeah. We haven't heard from you. So any anything, uh, scenes or anything that stood out to this movie? On a first time viewing that you other than the transformation scene? Yes, other than the tra- <laughs> and and the sexy were you down with the sexy shower scene and the, the relationship between the two of them? Was it too soon for you? Yeah, too soon. Yeah. Too quick. <laughs> came it kinda came out of nowhere really. Cause of the nightingale effect. See? Because um, he's diagnosing the nightingale effect in this man. Very good at this. Yeah. Um what else? What else? The car, the the big pile up at the end. The pile up at the end. Oh, oh, Brakes yeah. were invented in 1982. This being a John Landis film, like he's got like super boners for car, like cars crashing into each other. I mean, with the Blues Brother, which is like notorious for the still holds the the record on film for most cars crashing. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Pretty sure. And, There's uh, some peri- pretty serious deaths in that scene, and they all happen in very quick succession. I think mm. there's more deaths in that 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 scene just due to the cars than the yeah. werewolf yeah, kills in right. the movie. And then I was yeah, like, you're probably right, actually. And I was like, are the filmmakers trying to show us something? Like we're all so worried about the big bad, but really we're all going to be broadsided like by <laughs> something coming down the street. I mean, it, it, and that was in uh, Piccadilly Circus. Like, imagine if we were driving down Hollywood and a werewolf oh jumped out. Like, it would be madness. Yes, it would. It would be. I loved in this movie how the werewolf was trying to. Like get out of this porno theater and like breaking through this thing, and the reaction to people around is to come closer, gather, yeah. and come closer to <laughs> hold them in. The noise yeah. and oh. the ruckus. As soon as as soon as the dude head rolls, and they all just run. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. I would not be running closer. I would be running further away. Um, I was about to say. So when they ta- should run closer to help people. They run away. When they should run away, they run closer. Humans are dumb when you think about it. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe they deserve to die. You said, Duty, you've seen the sequel, American Werewolf in Paris? Oh, this was ages ago. Horrible. It's an awful film. Horrible film. film. I just remember there's a werewolf without legs. What? Has legs? He he has no legs. So he's like like a paraplegic werewolf? Yeah. That sounds horrible. (laughs) He's like in the basement and he transforms and he's just like terminating, terminating it. (laughs) <laughs> that's one of the one, funny, that's though. one of the ones I remember seeing in the theater and instantly while you're watching it thinking I would never watch this movie again. Yeah. I've this is horrible. Lot. So the 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 sequel American Werewolf in Paris is based off of obviously they have sex in this movie David and Alex. Um the 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 whole the plot for that film is that they had a baby. Yeah, she's pregnant, of and course. She, and she grew up and then became her own. Um, she was an American werewolf in Paris. Oh, it was a played female by Ju- one. Played by Julie Delpy of the before. Julie Delpy. The the <laughs> Delpy of the before movies. I know who she is, but I can't imagine her portraying a werewolf. And I think the guy was. I'm thinking Tom Everett Scott. Maybe I'm think that that might be a again. I haven't seen it since 1997 when it came out, but. Not He's got a, good, a very punchable face. Not a good movie. <laughs> I think it's Tom Everett Scott, if I if I was guess. So, um, yeah, American Werewolf in London, guys, yay! yay. Uh, yeah, it's Tom Everett Scott. There you go. It's got a five point one out of ten. 
There wow. you go. Um, another fun thing about this movie is they're thinking about remaking it, guys. I was talking about a reboot earlier. Um, Maybe not with Jim Carrey. I think John Lennis' son, Max Lannis. I don't know if you guys know anything about him. Um, he's kind of notorious online, on Twitter, um, as being a little bit of a... What? I figured out who should play this role. Go ahead. Which one? Um, the, the main... The David yes, character? Yes, yes. Not The Rock, is what you're saying? No. Oh, who? God. What is the... The Rock's the werewolf. The guy's name in real life. He So he played Kylo Ren, and he was on Adam Girls. Driver. Yes. Ooh. That's actually not a bad It's not a bad idea. Thanks, guys. But then who do you cast as... But see, he's the pretty face character, and then you got the, like, the comic relief friend, so... Okay. Who's the comic relief friend? I don't know. I've thought that through. Your guy from Hamilton, what was his name? Lin-Manuel Miranda? <laughs> no, the, the other guy that you're like, you cast in every role. <laughs> ah, ah, replace, Leslie Odom Jr. Leslie yeah, Odom Jr. There you go. Replacement Blade. <laughs> he's a great actor. Anyway, uh, John Lennon's son, Max, like I said, he's got a little a notorious uh, thing about town. He he wrote uh, Chronicle. You ever seen Chronicle? Nah. No. No? I don't nah. think I remember seen Chronicle either. Aren't you a do, super, we add a, do we add to the list? Aren't you a superhero movie fan? Duty. Did you guys know you were going to come on this podcast and be quizzed about all the movies you haven't seen? How have you not seen? Also, remember the Podfix Network. This is this is duties. Like we do this all the time to duty. <laughs> How have you not seen Tusk? How have you not what? seen Hot Fuzz? Come on, guys. He's, right? Yeah, he's 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 one of the youngins of the group, so we're just trying to educate him. I think I'm. I think I am the youngest of the. Are you? I think. Do you care to reveal your? No, age? it's Carl. Carl's is really young. The how have you not seen guys are young too? Oh yeah, that they're, yeah they're twenty two, twenty three. Really um, young. They're they're babies. Um. So uh. So wait. So here's a here's a bit of trivia. So this this is actually the first film to earn the Academy Award for best makeup. Oh wow! wow. They actually made the category just for this film. Like they watched it, oh, I'm wow. sure, and they're just like, oh wait, my god, we reward this with something. We re- we really got to reward this with some something, guys. So. Uh, Rick, Rick Baker won that award. Uh, this is one that I love. So I mentioned this when we were watching it. The director had to avoid filming any full frontal nudity of David Naughton, the guy that played David, during the transformation scene in Dream Sequences after Naughton informed Landis that he was not circumcised, even though his role was written as being Jewish. Oh. I didn't, I didn't pick on that he was Jewish. Did they mention that in the film? Did they? I don't think they did mention it. I don't think anyone would have gone, uh, adjust his glasses. Yeah. Oh, I can't really. Yeah. Oh, it's not really oh, screen no. accurate. His name is David, but I don't think so. Bubba, what are you trying to do here? See, you laugh, but we, we put it on slow-mo duty, and we were trying to, like, I'm like, I see some floppy white. There was a lot of running naked through the forest. And I was, was. like, I was like, I got to see what's going on here. That explains the magnifying glasses on the coffee table. <laughs> You found us out. Found us out. Um, (laughs) I was about to say, like I said, Michael Jackson was so bowled over by this movie. He loved it that he hired uh, like everyone involved for for Thriller. Are you kidding me? Are you guys a big fan of Michael Jackson? Um, I I don't mind his music. I'm not a huge fan. If if it's on the radio, I won't change the station. Why? Our son is obsessed with Michael Jackson, our two-year-old. Well, there could be worse it. things for him to be obsessed with. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't help it. To this day, I think 
of all the negative things about Michael Jackson and being in the news. And when my little boy is like, I love Michael Jackson. I'm like, yeah, he loves you too, sweetheart. He loves you too. Oh, you gotta go dark, Chrissy. Uh, he's a dead. He's somewhere. dead. I know. He's dead. I know. Yeah. Uh, one thing I forgot to talk about, uh, there's several dream sequences in this movie. And one of the ones that really disturbed me as a kid was the, uh, Nazi werewolf scene where yeah, he's, what the he's at home with his family and they come in and start machine gunning the whole family and yeah. they slit his throat. That's pretty bad. Do you remember that? It's pretty I don't crazy. Remember that. Don't or, remember that. Earlier on in the movie. Good job. Oh, yeah. Don't remember it's, that. It's probably, I would say, one of the weakest points of the film because it just makes no sense. <laughs> and I didn't certain... realize the dream sequences were dream sequences initially. Whoa. And I got really confused. <laughs> I was like, I can see that. I was like, man, he's having a lot of dreams. Like this, this is what's going to happen if I ever turn into a werewolf. You're going to have a lot of dreams all the time. And you're a sleepwalker, so this is like doubly bad. I know. I'm frightened. I'm frightened. I'm frightened. Imagine uh, being a sleepwalking werewolf. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my gosh! There's a film. There's with Jim a great Carey. film idea right there. <laughs> sleepwalking werewolf. Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Jim Carrey. I can't believe you're like. I can see Jim Carrey in this movie. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> final grade. So let's get final grades. Mon, duty. What will be your final grade for American Werewolf in London? I'm going to get the same as the chips. B minus. <laughs> I'm going to get a know, B. I look, uh, at, uh, I, I look at these uh, Southern B. biscuits and gravy chips and I think, hmm, American Werewolf in London. <laughs> Just as good as these chips. So we got a B and a B minus. Chrissy, also your first time. What, how, what would you, what would you say for the movie? I would say they're better than the, it was better than the chips. So I'm going to give it a so C. That's better than a D. Yeah. How dare you? A C for American Werewolf in London? Yeah. Um, I would give American Werewolf in London an A minus. And like, Whoa. like, that's mostly wow. due to the fact that, again, I grew up with the movie. So it's a nostalgia factor, but. When you compare it to, like I said, other werewolf movies, like I like The Howling a lot, which you haven't seen. Nope. But then you have movies like, um, like newer movies that try to do something like this, like Cursed, Wes Craven. Have you guys ever heard that movie, Cursed? I've heard it. I haven't seen it. Horrible. See, Christina like, Ricci. Th- this is just it. You're Jesse like Jesse Eisenberg. I like this compared to other werewolf movies, and I'm like, over here like again. I can only compare this to Thriller and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and n- both of those things are better than this. In neither, my opinion, and neither of those are mo- Thriller. So you're like Thriller, <laughs> the music video. Seven minutes is a lot better than. <laughs> I stay awake during Thriller. Is that well, a problem? Is it gets five me involved. minutes long. <laughs> it gets Jesus me involved Christ. in dancing. If you cannot stay awake during Thriller five minutes long, we really have a problem. I mean, I know your narcolepsy has gotten really bad, but geez, guys. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are here. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I was telling Diddy. I was like, I'm glad you're here. See that I'm not lying about this. <laughs> to which I always say, nobody thinks you're lying about this. I back <laughs> up your cause. I let everybody know it's true. I am narcoleptic. There you go. But Dewey says Mon falls asleep too, so... I think it was when we were doing... What did I fall We were watching um, The Thing. And oh, you were sitting yeah. there and you were just like, what do you think, Mon? <laughs> it was like after work and after gym. And, after and we started at like 9.30. See? It's got to it's gotta like be the perfect like set of circumstances. It's, it's almost like a space shuttle launch. Like everything's got to be perfect <laughs> well, so I think before you show... show Show like a classic movie, like The Thing. But Lauren had the same reaction on that. We, we talked about Lauren on the other podcast we did together. I believe the same conversation came up and she was with us too. So maybe it's we girls sort of thing. Like we need a more, I don't want to say cerebral movie, but 
<laughs> There's a lot of nothing written. happening in this film at some points. Yes. There's a bit of nothing. But, but again, Chrissy fell asleep during like the, the, the something parts. No, so, not really. The, it was, the, sex, it was, the sex and the, the sex scene. I, you know, I fell asleep before that. It wasn't like they started having sex and I was like, now I think I'll fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, well, you generally fall asleep after sex anyway. So yeah, that work. right? <laughs> they should have combined the sex scene and the transformation scenes. Ooh. So he's like having sex and he's like, oh! Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the off. one thing as well. They're in the, the orgy theater and he starts to transform. If I'm a general manager of an orgy theater and see some guy sweating and grabbing the back of a chair, I'm like, he's having a little bit too much fun. I'm leaving him alone. I'm not going to stand three feet from him going, just staring at him. Yeah, not even saying anything. Was like, he a worker or a patron, like another patron at the theater? I thought he was another. Yeah, I thought he was another patron. Yeah, he was. He was getting off. He's like, yeah. "Hey, what's going on here?" He's like, he pulls out his biscuits and gravy lays. He's like, yeah, oh, 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 "I'll this guy." Not the he just movie. pivots and starts watching David. <laughs> the movie is still going on. There's not man. enough hair in this porno. Was, I think I might turn to my right. See you next Wednesday. He's still on, but he's like, I hear something over there. What is going it on? It was super awkward. He was just standing there looking at him in shadow. Oh, man. Um, guys, thank you for being here. You guys are awesome. Thank, thank you for, you for having, having us. us. Thank um, you for the chocolate. Congratulations on, on, on your marriage and your newlywed status. Um, Enjoy. Where where can we find you, uh, Duty? Other than on the Podfix Podfix Network page, where you can find all these amazing podcasts. Where can we find Shaking Not Nerd individually on 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 the interweb? Well, it is just Shaking Not Nerd on Twitter, but we also have Instagram, Facebook, and email. Cool. And um, I think that's it. It's just me, my mate Ian, and Tom and. You guys just celebrated anniversary recently, right? Uh, we did a one-year episode, anniversary episode. So, yeah, we've been going for just over one year. So, um, yeah. Nicely like, done. Congratulations, Yay. guys. Yeah. Anniversaries all around. Yeah, I know, right? There's tons of reason yeah. to celebrate. Chrissy, where, you can, where can you find us on the internet as I eat my biscuits and gravy chips? Uh, most people probably find us through Podfix or through Apple Music. You can also find us on Stitcher, Podbean, and through Twitter at Movie Geek Cast. Same with Facebook. You guys are on Facebook as well. Facebook and Apple iTunes, Apple po- Apple Podcast. Now. Yeah, yeah, go ooh. on to Apple Podcast, guys, and leave. So I married Movie Geek. Leave Shaking Not Nerd uh, a rating and review because that's how we reach more uh, more people. True. It's huge. You gotta trick the algorithm. We gotta we gotta do something like if you guys get a hundred reviews, then you watch like Tusk or something. Oh, no. We gotta do another stunt. No. Human Centipede too. Nope. Have you seen Human Centipede, Mon? No, oh, no, no, no. Shaking that no, no. nerd, human no. centipede. Mon, we'll do, do, we'll do a trade off. We'll do a trade off. Run, honey. Don't do <laughs> it. We gotta think about I don't something, want guys. To. No, don't. Uh but the biggest thing is again, thank you guys for being here. Thanks. We had fun uh talking with you guys. We hope you have a great uh rest of your time here. In California, we're in New so, York. We're so glad we could be a part of your honeymoon. We will thank give you, you these <laughs> chips to take on your journey so you can eat them all. And thanks for the chocolate, guys. No problem. Pleasure. Awesome. And uh, we will uh, see you guys next week. Yes, we shall. Thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll talk later. All right. Bye. Bye. Shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.